This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 146. Hey, thanks so much for listening, and I know you're going to enjoy this episode. So here's the thing. If you want some help setting up your marketing, specifically installing the tools and a system that continually brings in extra listings and sales, we're now accepting private clients. And if we make the decision to work together, you'll be getting proven ideas, an abundance of resources, and some bankable accountability. If you head over to topagentsplaybook.com forward slash private, you'll find a short letter where I share more about the kind of agents we're looking to work with in our private client group. So if you think we might be a fit, I've included a short form so I can learn a bit more about your business and we can set up a time to talk personally. Once again, that's topagentsplaybook.com forward slash private. Thanks so much and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Well, just in case you've been hiking to Mount Everest Base Camp with real estate mindset coach Jet Xavier and suffering the humiliation of no signal and being off the air for the last few weeks, I'll greet you with the news that UK-based real estate discounter Purple Bricks has shut up shop in Australia, citing a tough market and poor consumer support. In a poorly researched and executed advertising frenzy since launching in Australia a few years ago, Purple Bricks blew more than $20 million trying to buy market share by selling a message nobody wanted to hear. Now, I don't know about you, but if I had $20 million to blow on marketing, I can think of a hundred better ways to invest it. But I believe top agents have something far more valuable, and that's a formula for helping their sellers sell above market value. And the agents I interview right here on the show are not only experts at helping their clients sell for more, they're also more than happy to tell you how it's done. All you need to do is go searching through my episodes, and you'll discover awesome interviews with agents like Marcus Kimonello who'll do $4.3 million in GCI this year. In fact, here's a guy who actually grows his GCI year on year, regardless of market conditions. If you're new to the show, you'll find a bunch of top agent interviews and great ideas you can start using today. Just go to topagentsplaybook.com. Purple Bricks aren't the first fee-discounting real estate company who think they know what real estate consumers are looking for, and they certainly won't be the last. And I want to be clear that it's the discount fee real estate services model I'm attacking in this episode, not so much the brand. Obviously, there is fallout following the Australian exit of Purple Bricks. Jobs are lost, dreams are shattered, and careers disrupted. And if you're a former Purple Bricks agent, I mean you no disservice, and this by no means is a personal criticism from me. I can understand you're upset and perhaps even angry at what's happening. But if you're committed to staying in real estate, can I suggest you hear me out and see if my argument resonates with your business and marketing compass? And who knows, perhaps this event will trigger a positive change in the direction of your career. Long story short, it's the Purple Bricks model that troubles me for the simple reason that sellers are underrepresented and their homes run an increased risk of being undersold. I'm going to get into the five main reasons why Purple Bricks failed, why the discount services model is in intensive care, and the big marketing opportunities agents have, and how you can get your point of difference message out to sellers in your area. All that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler 
Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself, online marketing platform top agents are flocking to. Build everything in minutes right on your desktop. From marketing flyers, reports, lead generators, and social media posts, Jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize, download, and print or post. Get started today and try Jiggler free at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. Purple Bricks founders Michael and Kenny Bruce grew up poor in a council housing estate about 30 minutes from Belfast in Northern Ireland. Today they have a joint net worth of $250 million. It's serious wealth that lets them live an elite lifestyle to travel the world first class and invest millions in the soccer team they followed as boys. I'm sure they won't be lining up for food stamps anytime soon, but this Australian exit has hurt them badly. The official line coming out of Purple Bricks is that they grew too fast and should have consolidated the growth of their UK home base before venturing across the Atlantic and opening in Australia. Really? That old chestnut? These are my personal thoughts on what went wrong and why the fall of Purple Bricks, or at least the Australian exit, is good news for the real estate industry, albeit a timely call to arms and innovation. For a new concept to work, it needs to solve a problem for consumers, and clearly, real estate commission is not the problem. Let's remember that industries rarely lead the charge for change. Consumers do when they discover a better mousetrap. Witness the new breed of digital disruptors like SpaceX, Tesla, Amazon, and of course, Airbnb and Uber. Consumers, not industries, will decide if a new concept or model makes their lives better. And quite simply, consumers have spoken. Social media blogs and pages around the globe are celebrating the downfall of yet another real estate service fee discounter that failed to connect with consumers. It's now obvious that their pitch didn't match their performance. But I'm also inclined to pause for a moment and reflect on the failure of a bold attempt to build a global business. These guys had a go and I respect that. Take it from me, startups are hard. They are expensive and will suck the daylight out of all involved if a rapid financial trajectory isn't forthcoming. Valuable years of your life can be sacrificed with no promise of any reasonable ROI. Early days are especially brutal with a constant tug of war between costs, mainly development, and revenue. Most startups crash and burn because of a lack of funding or because they were just a crappy idea or didn't solve a problem. I know all's fair in love and war, but I will always spare a thought for any entrepreneur who has a go at something. While the UK-based Purple Brick share price is said to have slumped some 65% so far, there is no indication yet that the UK business is in any major trouble. But reports from the US where PB launched in 2017 are mixed. Investors must be skittish. Perhaps it was a matter of expanding too quickly, or perhaps it wasn't. Or perhaps the business model is totally wrong. Then one might argue this ship wasn't exactly seaworthy from the beginning. To view it from a marketing angle, the brand, or should I say the insipid, god-awful marketing name Purple Bricks, leaves me colder than Melania Trump's side of the bed. A brand and a name are meant to lift and inspire, or at least stand for something. If I bought a house with Purple Bricks, I'd paint the thing before I moved in, or I'd sell it to Cadbury. So why is the company sinking? I believe there are five reasons. Reason number one, consumers are better informed today than at any other time in history. 
There are more real estate renovation and flip-for-profit shows on TV than ever, and I believe at the end of the day, the astute or even reasonably well-informed consumer understands there is no recommended retail price on real estate. In other words, the price of real estate can be influenced. This consumer also understands that working with a competent agent, they have every opportunity to influence their sale price and achieve an above-market result. This argument doesn't need any support because it happens every day. The Purple Bricks model gives you a fixed price and sends the buyer to your door. If you're prepared to pay more, you might get an agent. Compass, the US rising star, understands property sale prices can be influenced and you couldn't find a real estate selling model more different to Purple Bricks. Compass will look at your home and suggest improvements to make sure it has the best possible market appeal to attract buyers and maximum price. They will then finance said improvements, many of which are in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, and recover costs from the proceeds of the sale. Compass understands great presentation, marketing, and the hands-on management of buyers and sellers' expectations is a thing and a formula that works. Compass also started in 2012, just like Purple Bricks, and have a valuation at last funding of USD $4 billion. A May 2018 valuation put Purple Bricks at $1.76 billion, but I'm sure that would be less today as the share price has fallen like a soccer player since early 2018. Which begs the question, which model works best, the fee cutter or the value adder? In attempting to manage the bushfire, these comments came from Purple Bricks in the wake of the Australian meltdown. During the two and a half years that Purple Bricks has been operating in Australia, market conditions have become increasingly challenging, the company said in a note to investors. This, combined with some execution errors, has resulted in the business not delivering the progress the board expected, end of quote. With the departure of global CEO Michael Bruce, Vic Darvey, previously Purple Bricks' chief operating officer, is taking the CEO role and being appointed to the board of directors. Open quotes, going forward, we have a very clear understanding of the levers available to us to achieve growth, Darvey said in a comment. Okay, Mr. Darvey, quick question for you. If you know which levers to pull in order to achieve growth, why haven't you pulled them already? It's news to me, but Purple Bricks say they have a dominant market leadership in Canada after launching only a few months ago. 30-something percent of the population of Canada live less than 200 k's from where I'm sitting, and I've seen two Purple Bricks for sale signs so far this year. I'd be interested to see what they are comparing themselves to, and I'd be interested to see the numbers supporting that claim. Reason number two. The second problem they have is almost zero consistency of product. They charge a higher fee in London than they do in rural England, for example, regardless of selling price. And there is no upfront fee in the US because consumers wouldn't pay it, but there is in other marketing centres. I'm confused. And while I'm throwing darts at the PB model, a discounter is only as good as their competition. And if you've made the dubious call to not add value, the only way left is a spiralling race to the bottom. To succeed and thrive in challenging real estate markets, Purple Bricks needs to solve a problem. They think it's cheaper fees and a reduced level of expertise, experience and service. Clearly, Australian property sellers do not agree. Reason number three. How on earth, or perhaps I should be asking where on earth, do you find top quality experienced and highly trained real estate professionals when charging the lowest fee in the industry? Who would you choose to oversee your open heart surgery? The first year trainee, intern, whose last patient was a rabbit in the lab, or a 20 year veteran skilled in every possible contingency? 
doesn't a real estate transaction deserve the same level of care? After all, we're only talking about your financial life. So to take this a step further, I believe homeowners selling through purple bricks run the risk of underselling. And here's why. Nobody will argue that there is no set price on real estate, which lives in a free market economy subject to the whims of supply and demand. Nobody will argue that a good agent with a track record for achieving top market results for their clients has the ability to apply their skills and record a top result. But top agents expect top compensation, and Purple Bricks can only offer that if one of their agents can sell 10 times as many homes because the fee-for-service comparison is probably more like $1,000 for a Purple Bricks agent per deal compared to, I don't know, 10000 for a top professional. So who do you want, the rookie or the pro? Therefore, the chances of a PB listing selling above market value are seriously reduced. I think one is entitled to draw an obvious conclusion from this Australian exit that property transactions are much better performed by a hands-on experienced professional. It has to be a worrying sign for Purple Bricks. Global real estate experts agree that Australia is one of the most sophisticated and well-informed real estate markets in the world. The next fee enterprise to make a move for market share down under better have very deep pockets. Reason number four. Okay, seriously, if you suck, people are going to talk about it. This isn't the 70s. To back up reason three, I just Googled Purple Bricks Reviews UK and found this graphic, and it's in the show notes at topagentsplaybook.com forward slash 146. The first 12 reviews are all one star out of five. If you're going for market share, you have to get really good reviews. Consumers won't hesitate to tell you if you can't cut the mustard. Reason number five. Purple Brick's marketing culture is totally wrong. The New Zealand Herald published an article this week that led with the heading Purple Brick's $20 million mistake. And while Purple Brick's blame a declining Australian property market for their demise, one would have to question the impact of their advertising campaign. Their commercials, with the byline, Save Yourself from Commissary, focus almost exclusively on saving money on agents' fees rather than the result or solution the company might offer. Marketing real estate services is tricky, and in hindsight, we can see that whoever got rich giving them advertising advice put their money on the wrong pony. Call me old-fashioned, but isn't the real issue here about trust? Isn't the home seller more likely to say, OK, I'm selling, and I know I'm only going to get one shot at getting this right. Who can I trust to sell my home? Real estate is a business of relationships. The best agents will invest years of client care and value-adding communication before expecting to win a client. And you can't apply the same marketing formula for selling cars or holidays. It's a completely different beast. The question is whether Purple Bricks will learn from their Australian mistake and tailor their market accordingly. Okay, so what are the lessons here? What are the takeaways? I believe it's simple. The best marketing is word of mouth. Purple Bricks poured millions trying to buy precious market share in Australia and were found wanting. Sellers want three things, an above market sale price in a reasonable time and a rewarding real estate experience. Purple Bricks doesn't offer that. Explore ways to innovate and add value. Establish genuine relationships with your client and look for ways to enhance client care. People do business with people they know, like and trust. Demonstrate your skill and experience while leveraging social proof with glowing written and video testimonials that provide proof of your ability to deliver the above three seller wants. 
Defending your fee is easy when you show success evidence of happy clients. And make sure your sellers see your testimonials as part of your pre-listing kit. Don't bother leaving them after your presentation. It's too late. 10 bucks says they'll be in the blue bin before you're in your car. Look for ways to be different in your market. Promote your community and champion those in business, politics, health, education, sport and public service that genuinely care and make a difference. And by the way, I'm stunned so few agents are doing this. One agent in my private client group has had his videos viewed almost 20,000 times and posts shared more than 100 times since launching only a few months ago. And he already has close to 1,000 followers on his community page. When you turn the camera away from you and your logo, amazing things can happen. Thanks for listening. See you next week. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray.